0: Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore take on complicated questions of love, abuse, and betrayal in May, December, and I've got my review right now. Hello everybody, I'm Dan Merle, here with my review of the new film, May-December, which is opening in limited release this week. It'll be streaming on Netflix beginning on December 1st. may is the latest film from director Todd Haynes, whose last narrative feature was 2019's environmental film, Dark Waters. I actually got a chance to interview him about that film back then. It's also the debut feature screenplay from writer Sammy Birch. Julianne Moore plays Gracie, a woman infamous for a tabloid scandal in the 1990s where she was jailed for having sex with a middle school boy named Joe. Gracie had Joe's baby in jail and married him after she got out, and the film catches both of these characters over 20 years later as they're married and getting ready to send their youngest kids to college. Natalie Portman plays Elizabeth, an actress who's been cast to play Gracie in an independent film. Elizabeth shows up to Joe and Gracie's house on Tybee Island in Georgia to learn more about them and to find the character that she'll be playing on film. They're a very beloved part of this community. I can see that. What is it you love most about Gracie? She always knows what she wants. She's unapologetic. May-December 1st made a big splash back at the Cannes Film Festival in the summer, and as would be expected, a lot of the spotlight has been on Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore, who are the two leads in the film, but I actually want to start this review out by putting a spotlight on the performance that most impressed me in May-December, and while they both did great work, I want to talk about Charles Melton, who plays the adult Joe, now in his 30s, and who's just now grappling with where his life has brought him. I've seen Charles Melton in a few things. I haven't seen him on Riverdale, which was I think his breakout role, but I've seen him in a couple movies here and there, and without trying to be offensive or glib at all, nothing that I saw him do in any of the performances that I've seen from him prepared me for what he is doing in this movie. I think it is an incredible performance. It's one of the best performances of the year, and it's largely because this story is about abuse. And what we see in this movie is the slow bubbling up to the surface of the after effects of what happened to Joe when he was a child. He made a life with his abuser, a decades-long married life, raised multiple children, and just now he's starting to understand the potential ramifications of that. His slow realization of what exactly happened to him and the panic that starts to set in, takes the character who starts off as sort of quiet and detached into really some heartbreaking and human territory as the film goes on. I know every year I tend to pick a little pet project when it comes to award season, and they're usually lost causes, a la Tony Collette in Hereditary. My pet project this year is to advocate for Charles Melton's performance in this movie. I think he deserves to receive all of the awards attention that his co-stars are likely going to get. This is one of the best performances of the year, and you will hear me say Charles Melton's name multiple times over the next few months. And my advocacy of Charles Melton is not a slight to either Julianne Moore or Natalie Portman, who both do some great work in the movie as well. Like Joe, you only slowly begin to see Gracie's true colors as the web of her life is untangled through Elizabeth's research. Like most gaslighters and abusers, Gracie is painting herself as the real victim Of the things that have transpired in her life. She manipulates everybody around her and what she wants to project is this idea of a woman who's just misunderstood. She fell in love with the wrong person at the wrong time. But abusers rarely stop abusing, and we see glimpses of Gracie's true self, even in the way that she manipulates her children to do what she wants them to do, to dress the way that she wants them to dress. We begin to see through this exterior as Joe starts to look into his own inner self, and Moore's work is really, really strong in this movie. She has a long working relationship with Todd Haynes, and you can tell that they have a shorthand that each of them is able to bring out the best in the other. Natalie Portman's Elizabeth also has muddy motivations. Is she genuinely interested in Gracie or is she cynically looking to exploit real trauma? Is she seeking the truth? Is she building a lie? Is she professionally interested or is she personally obsessed? The movie deals with these questions throughout and leaves us guessing for most of the film, although I think that it does leave us with some pretty solid answers by the time that the movie is over. And what I think is so interesting and so layered about Natalie Portman's work is that she's playing an actor And so when you're watching her, you're watching an actual actor in Natalie Portman playing this fictional actor, and you're trying to figure out, okay, what of this is Natalie Portman actually acting? What of this is Natalie Portman playing the actor, and is that actor acting, and where does it all intersect? It does kind of get muddy as the movie goes on, and there is an element to the film that is very much about the craft of acting, and how much of it is self-deception and deceiving others, and so that's another very interesting layer that's kind of woven in to the overall story. Tonally, I think that May December may be tough to parse for some people, because I think it's a movie that can very easily be misunderstood. It reminds me a lot of a movie I really liked that Todd Haynes made back in 2002 called Far From Heaven. That movie also starred Julianne Moore, and it took the tone of a 1950s Douglas Cirque melodrama and grafted onto that a deep story about acceptance and societal judgment. Here, Haynes borrows the tone of really a lifetime original movie, one of those tra- trashy cable movies from the 1990s to graft this story of long term abuse and manipulation and guilt and all of these deep rich psychological complex themes. The piano heavy score and some of the melodramatic moments may strike some people as goofy or heavy handed, but I think it actually works perfect. For the story that's being told here because this movie is challenging the audience to look beyond the tawdriness of the initial story. The version of the story that we see portrayed in People Magazine or the version of the story that was in the National Enquirer. Those are the splashy headlines and that is the facade of this movie, but what it's all about is looking past that, looking underneath the facade to see the complex emotions that are underneath. And while I think it's risky to make the film in this way, I think the movie's actually better for it, even if it might leave some people behind where a more traditional presentation may not do that. I was fascinated by May-December on First Watch. It's a movie that I like to call a thinker, and I think that time will tell if it becomes one of my favorite movies of the year. What I can definitively say is that I think that it contains some of the best performances of the year, and again, for me, Charles Melton is the standout and the one that I hope is the breakout performance from this movie. I love Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore, but they are both very acclaimed, Oscar-winning actors. I would love to see the spotlight shift to their co-star here. for the perform- performances alone, I think May-December is worth your time, so I'm giving it a preliminary rating of It's Good with the option to upgrade later on as I process the film even more. As I mentioned, May-December opens this week in limited release. It will start streaming on December 1st on Netflix, and I think it's a movie that you're going to hear in the awards conversation for the next several weeks. So those are my thoughts on May, December. Thanks so much for taking part of your day to watch my thoughts here on the channel. Be sure to stay tuned right here for more movie news, reviews, box office, and more. Until next time, stay safe, and I'll see you then. Bye.